What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to the Mystery to Me podcast. I'm Anya Kane. And I'm Kevin Greenlee. And we love movies and television shows with a whiff of mystery. Mystery to Me will feature us riffing on murder mysteries, film noir, cozy detective stories, police procedurals, psychological thrillers, legal dramas, tales of teen sleuths, and more. Once we're done yucking it up about whatever we've just seen, we'll serve up our five-star final takes on whether it's worth your time. If you're offended by silliness, profanity, political asides, canine-related interruptions, and losers laughing at their own bad jokes, beware. Also note that some of the stories we'll be talking about are pretty dark, and in some cases exceptionally badly written. So content warning for murder, violence, suicide, torture, rape, racism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, and bigotry. If there's a movie or show you'd like for us to talk about, email us at mysterytomepodcast at gmail.com. Our show's take on genre is pretty loosey-goosey. So as long as your suggestion has some dash of mystery, we're interested in hearing about it. Spoiler alert! We're going to be discussing the entirety of this show or movie, spoilers and all. So if you want to be surprised, press pause, go watch the thing, then join us for the show. Now that you've heard our spiel, go ahead and polish off those magnifying glasses and slip into your favorite trench coat. Let's get mysterious. Anya, what did we watch? Well, Kevin, we just watched Uncharted, a 2022 thriller, mystery, action film adventure. And this, this is because you have a policy. You love anything based on a game, any movie based on a game. You want to go see it. You wanted to see uh, Red Rover, Red Rover. You wanted to see Ring Around the Rosie, that great thriller. Uh, you loved Hide and Go Seek the movie you love kickball the motion picture so you said kevin we've got to go see 
this movie based on my favorite video game, Uncharted. I, I did not know this was a video game until after we came out of the movie. Oh, that means you're a little bit old. You know, you're not in tune with I'm the not youth hip. culture. I remember I didn't grow I didn't play video games growing up until I was like in high school and then I was just like just like getting my ass kicked at like wee bowling by my little sister. So So then let me ask you this. <laughs> Sad. What was what's your favorite television or movie adaptation of a video game? I don't, I don't think I have one. Well, the Pac-Man cartoon voiced by the great Marty Ingalls. <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this. What video game would you l most like to see made into a movie? I don't really have an opinion, frankly. I just, I don't, I don't know video games. I don't understand them. People who do, that's fun. Good for them. What about Yar's Revenge? It has a really great backstory. Yeah, you've explained that to me because you were obsessed with Yar's Revenge. Right? Yeah, but it's you, about a fly, you love, right? Would you love to see the movie of Yar's Revenge? And we see this this this, this fly-like creature consumed by the need to seek vengeance on uh, I believe this is the the Ertle? <laughs> but that that's what we want to see. I love I love you talking with your hands. You look so serious. You look impassioned. These are very serious matters. I haven't seen you look like this in a long time. But the subject of video game movies that gets you all riled up. I remember I was disappointed in the Pac-Man cartoon. I was really looking forward to it. I, I, I was young then. I was kind of naive. naive. And I thought, hey, if Marty Ingalls is involved, how bad could it be? I remember seeing some kind of like Pac-Man cartoon Christmas episode on like Christmas on like Boomerang when I was like very young. So wait a That's minute. That's my wait only a minute. understanding. Wait a You're telling me... They put so much thought. They actually showed the Pac-Man Christmas cartoon around Christmas time. Yeah. What a story. I, I mean, like, it wasn't airing live. I mean, it just Boomerang had it You on. mean they weren't animating it as it was being aired? <laughs> Are you what high? What a shock. <laughs> I think Uncharted broke you in some ways. I think it did. You're a different person now. <laughs> I thought Mar if Marty Ingalls is involved... He wouldn't be involved in some cheap, shoddy uh, attempt just to cash in on a temporary trend by taking a very simple video game and making an idiotic cartoon out of it. <laughs> Why did you have such respect for him, and who is he? Now, everybody listening oh. to the sound of my voice, all two dozen of you, are well aware of the career of the great Marty Ingalls. Correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't he married to uh, Shirley Jones? I don't know. You love Shirley Jones. Who? Maybe we should get back to Uncharted. Jesus Christ, please. <laughs> we're off course here. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. We were like, you know, we, ha we have AMC subs, so like we want to go see movies, because otherwise it's like we're leaving money on the table, right? Like in like Monopoly or the Game of Life. No, those would be good movies. This though, this wasn't a good movie. This wasn't a good movie. Good night, everybody. The most entertaining part of it were the people in the theater with us who like apparently had never seen a movie before and would just react to everything like, oh, wow. <laughs> I loved them. I loved their innocence. I envy them. Their wide-eyed enjoyment.
of a movie that's basically just you were stitched sitting together there, Indiana Jones. You were sitting there. You had your big hat on. You had your cigarette holder. Mm-hmm. As I usually do. And as these people were enjoying the movie, you were just barking at them that they were idiots. No, I did. I know. I said I was looking at them with envy. They can just go out there and enjoy a really shitty movie that's just ripping off other better movies and just have the time of their lives and click their heel and click their heels as they leave the theater and never think about it again. I can't do that. I'm bitter, jaded. I'm a lucky man. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? I don't think you were enjoying it too, Buster. I remember, like, literally, like three minutes into the picture. <laughs> You lean over and you said, maybe we should just go. Yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, the universe was trying to protect us. We wouldn't we wouldn't allow that, though, because literally we've booked tickets to this movie like three times because it was one of those things where like maybe it'll be kind of bad in a mediocre way. That's still a little bit fun. And, and each time we had to cancel. And this was the time that finally like time five. We and got I actually there. remember at one point. You said, Kevin, it's important to me that we see this movie. I just meant that we go relax and turn our brains off for a while. But you said those words. Kevin, it's important to me personally that you and I go see oh, Uncharted. Fuck yourself. That happened. You said it that. happened, but it didn't I didn't mean it in that way. You were wiping a tear from your eye. Jeez. Oh, it's yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I guess I just, I enjoy like a Clive Cussler book once in a while, you know, the late great Clive Cussler. He just writes these like little silly action mystery kind of like let's go find the treasure type things. And like he will like write himself into the book where he helps out his own characters. I mean, and there's like a level of like joy that that just gives me because it's just ridiculous and we're just all having fun, right? And... You know, this this wasn't that, though. This wasn't that at all. And so I was kind of coming in hoping it was Clive Custler light. And it was just, it was, it was a bust. It was so corny. It was so corny. It was the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. It was the kind of film where, like, one brother who's dead has sent a bunch of postcards to his younger brother... Like, believe in yourself. That's the real treasure. Or, like, you know, shit like that. Like, one day we'll be together. Like, we'll find each other again. And it's like, what the fuck? Who talks like this? Cheese ball situation constantly. Not in a fun way, honestly. Because it was so predictable. Yeah, that's really not like the postcards you send me. I never sent you a goddamn <laughs> postcard in my life. But if you keep talking like you are, <laughs> maybe I will. 
Came up with this. Alvita Zay. What? Alvita Zay? It's goodbye in German. Alvita Zane. But yeah, it's just it's it was kind of cheesy and in more of kind of an annoying way because you'd be like, oh, they're ripping off Last Crusade or you know or whatever. Like, like okay, Tom Holland plays a bartender who gets roped into some adventure where he's looking for his lost brother who he's a bartender mm-hmm. and ha- a thief and a thief and he's also appears to have been like a history major he loves and history. a gymnast and i'd have to say that you know at least the history majors i've known best are kind of unscrupulous criminal types nothing compared to those english majors though English majors, of course, are the salt of the earth. So you're right. There's no comparison. <laughs> salt of the earth English majors. Don't you think we got salt of the Why earth? Why don't you study something real? That's what I say. <laughs> so you don't think that the uh, language people use to communicate uh, with each other is worthy you of yourself, study? That's interesting. You yourself that's have very, told me. That's very, that's very, that's very, you yourself. that's very Why interesting. You, you yourself have told me that you're embarrassed that you studied English because you already spoke it. Words out of your own fucking mouth. Interesting comments from <laughs> the history major. Meanwhile, we're, both, we're, 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 we're two sides of the same coin as majors. It's like the same, it's very similar shit. We shouldn't be fighting. We should be coming together to, to find the treasure of talking about this stupid movie. Ah. There should be trust between history and English majors. We're both humanities majors. We're both widely maligned in the media. think everyone should study STEM. Come on. We should come together. So we can betray each other and steal each other's artifacts. Yeah, this picture, uh, everybody's always betraying one another. Not in a fun or interesting way, though. Just in kind of like, a, oh, that happened again. Huh. What are you going to do? And it's like, it's not like in a surprising way. Like, they all basically start out being like, we're going to betray each other. And then they do that. And you're like, all right. <laughs> Good to know. Just telegraphs everything that it's about to do. There's like no tension at all. No tension. No tension. Not even a wit of tension. Or a tension of wit. Tom Holland's this bartender thief. He gets recruited by Mark Wahlberg, a.k.a. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg of Boomtown fame's brother. And who is some guy looking for the treasure and who used to work with his brother. And they team up. But they don't trust each other. And then there's a woman who's looking for them and they don't trust her either. And then there's another woman and you can't trust her. It's like, okay, this all might be very fun and silly in a, in a video game. I could, un- I could understand that. But when it's like, you have to write a movie script and sort of get people to like suspend disbelief. And it's not like you can be entertained because you're playing the game. You kind of have to bring a little bit, bring a little bit more to it than that. Because like we, we're not, we're not controlling anybody. We're just watching it happen. It's not, there's no involvement, you know, there's no, all we are seeing is what we are given. So they didn't seem to like understand that. I love that you're taking the time to explain how movies work. I'm just saying, but I don't think the I don't think the movie makers understood that that key element, and that's why it do, that's why something could work as a video game but not as a movie. 
And you would think that in 2022, we would have figured that out by now. We dropped the ball. Found some ancient secret, like they're seeking in this uh, case. Um, they're and also this is probably my own bias, but they're descended from Drake. Fuck that guy. He was a fucking pirate. Yeah, you're a history. Major. I don't like English pirates, so they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> so why why do you say English pirates? Are there pirates? Other nationalities? Because they're from England. So you don't like the English? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're killing us in Great Britain. I'm sure a lot of the people listening in Great Britain agree with me and understand what I'm talking about. So you think we have a big audience but self-hating Brits? <laughs> yeah, naturally. That's the ideal mystery to me, listener. They get what I'm saying. They get their history. They get it. I mean, it's not all of them, but I mean, the, the Francis Drakes of the world, fuck them. But I'll say it again. Pirates. Boo. You're standing up to a long dead man. Thumbs down from me. That's all I'm saying. So you're taking a stand against piracy. By the English. No, I mean, Irish pirates are fine. <laughs> Grace O'Malley, good for her. That's what I say. Tell us the story of Grace O'Malley. She was the pirate queen of Ireland. She uh, had an audience with Elizabeth I. She's been widely mythologized within Irish lore. Uh, yeah. Her name in Irish was Grania Whale. Something like that. I don't know. I can't pronounce Gaelic or speak it. But Grania and Anya rhyme. So I thought that was cool. But yeah. I mean, this this movie's all about Magellan, though. So I don't even know why they're... Why they're the Drakes, and I guess that's the video game. I guess maybe maybe it makes sense in there, but in this, it's just they're like, it's so cheesy. Like it opens up with the two brothers, like they're in an orphanage, and they're like, we'll always be there for each other. But then the older brother like has him break into like this museum, and then gets like busted, and then he has to run away and like ditches his little brother. And it was like, okay, <laughs> like what? So you have younger siblings. Did you ever lead them to do anything like that? Uh, no. And it just seemed kind of, I don't know. Maybe we didn't need all that backstory. Maybe you could just have that kind of be understated. We're brothers. I haven't seen my brother in a while. How's he doing? I don't, like, you know, it just felt, uh, I don't know. It just felt a little silly, a little cliche. It's like, we've seen this so many times before. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, everything in the movie was uh, something we'd seen before. Yeah, and it wasn't even blending those influences together in a new or unique way. It was just like, stitching them together and okay I've, I've seen this a billion times okay this too so it's, it's hard to get into something that's wears its influences so you know poorly almost yeah at one point a character even says to another character oh how long have you been doing this indiana jones stuff and that's just like th those are much better films yeah it just reminds you you're watching a poor man's version of that so i'd say that if you go into the movie theater to see this expecting to find uh, a path to entertainment and rollicking good times, you're fine that such a path is uncharted. <laughs> oh, you're doing your own little five-star final. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you could have made a few tweaks, what would you have changed to make this whole thing work? 
What about you? I'll, I'll think about it. I, I don't know the story of the video game, but perhaps I don't think having this movie be like where Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, who are like the central two in it, where they meet, I don't think that worked. I think if we'd maybe seen them, I think if it just started out and they're already have been working together for a while and like then something about the brother comes up, that might have worked a little bit better because it, this in this in this it just like a lot of the questions are like, well, why would he trust Mark Wahlberg? He's lying to him or like he's everyone's telling him he's sketchy and they're all betraying each other. I just don't that didn't really add any tension or interest when it's like every, no, you can't trust anybody and everyone's predictably betraying you at predictable moments. I think just have them be working together and maybe then maybe then it turns out that he has some connection to his brother's disappearance and that's the tension that would that would have worked better. I would love it if they'd cast Marty Ingalls. Get Marty Ingalls in there. That'll. Fe- I'm looking at this guy up. <laughs> I believe he was the husband of uh, Shirley Jones. But if you write something for a Marty Ingalls, even if he doesn't deign to take the project, there's the fact that you're swinging for that Marty Ingalls fence. It results in better work. I'm Dickens. He's Fenster. Exactly. Anya's referring to one of the many classic uh, television series uh, fronted by one Marty Ingalls. So, and they try to do like weird set pieces on this where they like, I mean, the one that comes to mind is there are two pirate ships that have been hooked up to helicopters and are flying over the sea. Yes. And they're, and they're doing swashbuckling moves, fighting on those. I think I remember that scene. And they... And they, um, maybe in a different movie, that would have been fun. In this, it just felt like, okay, like a bunch of CGI bullshit. And it just, I don't know. It, it left me cold. <laughs> it wasn't a good film. I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't feel connected to any of them or invested. Didn't seem like they really gave that much of a shit about the, like, the wonder of the find if they were, like, flying around their goddamn pirate ship helicopters and crashing i mean all everything got destroyed in the end they didn't get any treasure spoiler alert they got a few pieces it was one of those movies don't you hate those movies isn't like that every fucking so many treasure hunt movies are like oh you know the real treasure was the friendship or you know uh oh no we lost the treasure but we got a few pieces wouldn't it be nice for once if they no we got everything (laughs) we're the richest men alive now I don't know. But if, if you're uh, planning to do a Sequels, series, yeah, yeah. you don't want to yeah, have... Yeah, yeah, I know. You don't want to have the character set up be like multi-billionaires. It's just, I'm just pointing out that it's a cliche at this point. I had a couple pieces in my pocket. That'll set us for, you know, for a while. Ugh, whatever. <coughs> try, to, try to fucking succeed for once, treasure hunter fictional people. <coughs> I just, yeah. And and then it, uh, tell, tell them about the most cliche, the, the ending. So the whole thing is like, you know, Tom Holland's brother allegedly died while working with uh, Mark Wahlberg. And then Mark Wahlberg, you know, is sketchy and Tom Holland disavows him. And then they were going to work together one more time. And, and how, do, how does their friendship sort of come together at the end? 
oh, there's uh, a scene at the end where uh, Mark Wahlberg has to choose between saving. No, some... no, no, no. Set it up. Like, what did we see first, and then what did we realize it was going? Because this is what the movie does. It like sets something up, and you're like, oh, are they gonna do that? And then they do it. Mark Wahlberg's in the helicopter. He has a backpack full of gold. It starts slipping out of the helicopter, so he thinks, well, I better save this gold. And so you know then that he's going to be put into a position where he's going to have to choose between saving the gold or saving Tom Holland, and he will choose Tom Holland. Just like in the end of uh, Last Crusade. Mm -hmm. And and he saves Tom Holland in the end. Would you have made that choice? (laughs) Yes. Saving a human life? Yes. Did you like that character, the Tom Holland character? No, I didn't. But I'm just like, in general, just because I don't like someone's personality doesn't mean I'm going to let them fall to their death. Are you sure? Well, I think this says a lot about you, Kevin. It says a lot about my opinion of you. Are you saying you let your wife fall to her death? No, I'm saying that that I think you plausibly could let someone fall to their death. Well, I know you could do that. You think I could do that? Yeah. I couldn't let you fall to your death. Uh-huh. Even if it meant losing your big bag of sad sack comics. What would be your equivalent of a backpack full of gold? It would be a backpack full of gold. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, so that's sort of, you know, then they get a little bit of treasure and then they go on to fight another day being uncharted to who knows. I don't even know how this did box office wise, but you know, well, the end of the movie sets up a sequel. Yeah. And there was, ugh, I mean, it was just like, ugh, I mean, it was very much last crusade all, all through. They went to Barcelona. I've been there. So I was like, yeah, La Sagrada Familia. Cool. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to talk about with this film because it's just no. so derivative. Are we done? Uh, Yeah. Why don't you offer a five-star final if you can top mine? I'd say that this film leads us into uncharted territory in the sea of mediocrity. I don't think mine was better. Oh, fuck you. Thanks for listening this week. I'd like to give a special thanks to Kevin T. Greenley, who's no relation to me. He's the guy that composed the great music for this podcast, and you can find him on the web at kevintg.com. You can follow us on Twitter at mystery to me. That's mystery underscore to underscore me underscore. And at mystery to me podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can always send us recommendations and feedback of any kind at mystery to me podcast.